The game is tied. The Spurs, they're going to the Rosen with five seconds left. He's at mid-range. He's sidestepping for the game winner. Leaving .5 seconds left. Mavs, they got to heave it from near half court. Doesn't even hit the rim. Tough loss for the Mavs. Uh, the NBA silly season is still going, but free agency for the most part has expired. And Smithy is here to give his reaction and a short summary of why he thinks all the free agency moves have been good or bad. There are a hell of a lot of moves to get through, which is why we are keeping it short, sharp, and succinct. The three S's that we know and love at TDs and threes. And the man that we love at TDs and threes is Smithy. And I'm going to introduce him now. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm well. Uh, the As you said, the silly season's over and done with. Uh, let's be honest, as NBA fans, the off-season's our favourite time of the year, as funny as it sounds, because so much drama goes down and you're constantly, you know, you've got Woj's Twitter on notifications. You're constantly scrolling through, seeing where everyone's signing, where everyone's going, all the trade rumours, draft picks, summer league, it's all happening. I love it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, and 90% of the time, and I reckon you'll be on the same page here, because when teams get eliminated, we um, both uh, barrack for teams who were eliminated pretty quickly in the um, in the playoffs. So well, as soon as that finishes, the rumours begin. And for me, the rumours are almost as fun as the moves that actually take place. Yeah, 100%. And uh, that was the thing. As, as soon as Portland got eliminated, for example, it was, do they trade CJ McCollum? Is Damian Lillard going to ask for a trade? Who do they draft? Do they do they draft anyone because they didn't have a pick? Do they sign re-sign Norman Powell? It was all happening. And it was the same with Boston. Obviously, you guys traded Kemba Walker very soon after you got eliminated. And then there was the whirlwind of rumors around, are they going to get a point guard? Are they going to sign a big fish? Will they trade for a center? What's going to happen? You know, it's all very exciting. Um, we love following it. And it creates so much excitement for the next season. Yeah, that's what the NBA offseason does really well. Um, it just pulls, you know, some people could lose interest in the NBA season, especially if you support a bad team towards the end of the year because there's so many games and, you know, you start losing track and you don't watch them. But then if your team's bad and you get a top five pick, all of a sudden you're like, oh boy, you know, who's this top five pick going to be? And then you draft him and then you watch him in summer league and you go, oh yeah, this guy's going to be great. And then all of a sudden, you're invested in the NBA again. It, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. And um, I don't think... I've made some silly purchases in my life, mate. I don't think I've seen anything drop in value quicker than my Kemba jersey, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, it's quite difficult now in the NBA to get uh, good jerseys of current players due to uh, all the player movement, but I think I might have made a mistake there. But alas, we'll move on. Yeah, my Damian Lillard jersey from 2016 is uh, still right up there in my favourite purchases. So, uh, shout out to Dame. Yeah, we might be a year from now, you might be uh, changing your tune, mate, but it's good to see that the big man 
is staying. So how this is going to work, I'm going to reel off the player, um, where they were, where they've moved to. Smithies is going to give us uh, two or three sentences on why he thinks it's a good move or a bad move. We're not going to get bogged down uh, in any of them because we want to try and get all of the changed players done. We do understand that free agents do get signed to the original teams. We're not going to touch on them today. Might be for another episode. We're not 100% sure yet, but we're more invested uh, in the blokes that have moved. Uh, we've gone for nearly four minutes now, mate, and rambled on enough. Let's get stuck into it. What do you reckon? Yep, let's go. All right, pretty high profile off the bat, mate. Kyle Lowry left the Raptors and has found his way to Miami. You've spoken about this, uh, I think, a couple of times um, on the podcast, and you really loved it, and I'm going to guess that you're not uh, differing from that. Yeah, thumbs up for me. Uh, Brings everything to Miami that they stand for in terms of um, hustle, being a good teammate, being a good defender, and I think he's going to fit right into that heat culture that... Uh, stands out so strongly amongst the NBA landscape in terms of teams having a culture. Uh, the Miami Heat stand out. Uh, so I think he's going to slide right in and play that role beautifully. He's not going to need to be uh, a big scorer of the ball. He just needs to do his role, and he'll be able to do that beautifully. Beautiful. Next up, we'll lump these two players together. Lonzo Ball went from the New Orleans Pelicans to Chicago, and DeMar DeRozan, Daz was right. Um, Normally, I would roll the clip, but we're here to get through it really quickly. I'm just saying that I absolutely called and nailed this. DeMar DeRozan went from the Spurs uh, to the Bulls, mate. How did you find these two moves? Two thumbs up again. Uh, I really love it. They needed defense next to Zach Levine in the backcourt, and they've got that with Lonzo Ball. Uh, I think he's going to compliment Zach Levine magnificently uh, because if Lonzo Ball's shot isn't falling, he's got his defense to fall back on and his playmaking. And I think DeMar DeRozan sorry, is another great signing for the Bulls because they need another big game closer. Um, he knows how to hit the big shot. He can create his own shot in the mid-range, which is huge because Zach Levine is very much a three-point or dunker. He doesn't really take the mid-range shot. He can't isolate and create his own shot. So DeMar DeRozan being down there, I think it is all going to work really nicely. Uh, ever since Bulls management has changed hands, they've made nothing but big W moves. So watch out for the Bulls in 21-22. Yeah, winner, winner from the Bulls there. The uh, flashy Frenchman, Evan Fournier, left my Boston Celtics and went to the Knicks. What did you think? Thumbs down. Too much money. Um, Oh, it was an an obscene amount of money. Didn't understand this one, to be honest. Uh, The Knicks were good last year. They were good. And they had some promising wings. Um, You know, they've just traded, and I'm sure we'll get onto this, but they've uh, traded for Kemba Walker or they're going to be trading for Kemba Walker. Um, So it's just they've got so much going on. They've got D. Rose who came back. They've got RJ Barrett. They've got, you know, Emmanuel Quickly who is showing great signs. They've got all these forwards. And just to bring Evan Fournier on so much money, he doesn't really fit their play style. I just didn't really understand this one. So thumbs down for me. Yeah, Boston not giving in to the contract as well is a win, and it's rare to say that in an offseason that doesn't include drafting uh, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, but it's not about them, Daz. Move on. Spencer Dinwiddie, my friend, moved from Brooklyn to Washington. Uh, what do you think? Uh, it's, it's a thumbs up for me um, just because I think 
he deserves to be the number one point guard on a team. Coming off the injury worries me, but I like the contract size. I think he'll fit in nicely besides Bradley Beal, probably better than John Wall or Russell Westbrook ever did. So just in terms of play style, I like it. The contract isn't too bad. So yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Just don't love him coming off the injury. Yep, more than fair enough there, my friend. Devontae Graham moved from Charlotte to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, this one seemed to irk you when we discussed it off air when it happened. Uh, where do you sit now? Yeah, still a thumbs down. Um, don't really understand it, to be honest. I know they lost Lonzo Ball and uh, Eric Bledsoe in the offseason, which were their two starting guards, but they've drafted point guards the last few years, uh, Kira, Kyra Lewis Jr., They've got Nikhil Alexander-Walker. They've got guards there. And Devontae Graham, to me, took a huge backward step uh, last year after having a most improved player season the year before. I just don't think he was worth the risk, to be honest, especially on the money he's on. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. All right, mate. Uh, Doug McDermott was linked to, it seemed like, 20 teams it was really weird the Doug McDermott situation normally superstars are linked to so many sides but um, he ended up moving from Indiana and he is now a spur uh, death taxes and spurs signing a white guy who can shoot threes <laughs> name a more forbiddable trio um, oh boy yeah I like this it's a thumbs up um, when you've got DeJounte Murray who's not much of a shooter Keldon Johnson, who isn't much of a shooter, you know they've got they've got some pieces there, but I think Doug McDermott is going to bring what they need, and that's that outside floor spacing. Paddy Mills did it off the bench uh, as a as a point guard last year. Uh, we'll speak about his off season movements a bit later, but I think Doug McDermott can come off the bench and be that guy who just shoots the ball at will, plays lights out. Greg Popovich will be able to. Uh, Run some run some plays for him and get him some open shots. So, uh, yeah, three point shooting white guy to the Spurs. What a surprise! <laughs> uh, speaking of a man who likes to shoot the three ball, Kelly Olynyk went from Houston to Detroit. Is there a meh category? No. Well, if yet, uh, you, you can have a couple. I reckon because this one just. But- Gives me no feelings whatsoever, to be honest. <laughs> it's a big-time mare for me. Um, Detroit, they are what they are. They're going to be bad again this year. Kelly Olynyk is what he is. He's a big man who likes to shoot threes. Um, will, he, will he have a pretty good season statistics-wise this year? Maybe. Is he Detroit's long-term fix at center? Absolutely not. So, uh, yeah, this is a mare for me. And you're not getting too many more of them. I might crack down a bit uh, harder. Alex Caruso, um, a man who is, if not the best, the second best uh, meme player on the internet. We have a lot of interaction on social media and our personal accounts and at TDs and Threes podcast, which, by the way, chuck us a follow. The content that's going to be going up. Oh, simply extraordinary. But um, the man who's being dubbed uh, the funny goat, Caruso, uh, from the Lakers to the Bulls, who... Uh, seemed to strike gold with everything that they did. And I think Caruso at the Lakers was uh, not looked at as well as he perhaps should have. Do you think it's a good move? 
Yeah, I think he's way too overhyped just because he's an absolute meme and it sometimes annoys me how much he's spoken about. But he brings to the Bulls what they need and that's perimeter defense. Um, The Bulls were absolutely horrendous at defending uh, on the perimeter last year. Caruso will come in and at least he will give a lot of effort on defense in his minutes. Uh, He can knock down the three ball and the, the Bulls... They're a big market, but they haven't been treated like a big market because they've been so average in the last, you know, five to eight years. Um, so bringing in the names they did this offseason, they traded for Vucevic at the trade deadline last year. I think they're going to turn into that big market team again. And having Caruso there is going to bring some more, um, some more hype around the Bulls. So thumbs up. I would happily bet $50 with you right now. His jersey sells more than Lonzo's does this year just because of how the internet works. <laughs> oh, that's a close one. You owe me a lot in bets, so I'm... I'm backing it. I'm not sure if it's a lot. I might I might take you up on that. All right, we'll see how we go. Um, a man who I might start calling the expendable because it seems like he gets on... Uh, decent teams, and when they realise they need to improve, they ditch him. Uh, Daniel Tice went from the Bulls. He's now at Houston. Yeah, this is sort of like the Kelly Olynyk one. Um, I like Daniel Tice a little bit better, though, so I'll give it a thumbs up. He'll be a good uh, backup centre for them. Um, they've obviously got some pieces there in Houston. They drafted Josh Green. So, you know, I'll give it a thumbs up. I think he can be handy off the bench. Yeah, just get in the paint more, Daniel. Goodness gracious me. Um, We'll move on, though. Uh, Reggie Bullock went from the Knicks to uh, Dallas, and since we've congratulated some players uh, around both this league and the NFL for signing max contracts, huge shout-out to Luka Doncic, um, who, by the way, $200 million for anyone, any person on this planet over a four-year period is too much money. Not that I'm saying he's not worth it, but what human goes through $207 million? Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but congratulations to Luca. Um, he is he is an absolute generational talent in terms of the NBA and the things he's already done for the Dallas Mavericks organization are huge. Um, my mate Trav, who's a diehard Dallas Mavericks fan, uh, is very happy about this. So, uh, well done, Trav. Well done, Luca. Happy days. Absolutely. If I'm, even though I'm not giving my gradings here, if I could have a meh, something that just made me feel nothing inside was Kelly Oubre Jr. going from the Warriors to Charlotte. No, I actually like this. I really like this. Um, I think Kelly Oubre is going to fit in with what the Hornets want to do. Um, he runs the floor. He plays defense. When you have a point guard like Lamelo, you want people who are willing to run the floor. You want athletes that are going to get up and down. And Kelly Oubre is exactly this. Um, so I big thumbs up for me. And I don't think I gave my thumbs up to Reggie Bullock uh, for Dallas. I'm giving that a thumbs up too. The Mavericks need outside shooting and that's the one thing that Reggie Bullock brings to the game. So uh, thumbs up for both of those moves. 
Beautiful. Um, the first Portland move, mate. Zach Collins left your mob and he's now a spur. So many injuries. Uh, I mean, if he can stay healthy, it's a thumbs up because he's shown in the past that he he has the talent, he has the ability to do it. But I don't know if it's just the Portland curse because it seems like every big man we draft or trade for just keeps getting injured. It goes right back to the 70s with Bill Walton, through the 80s with Sam Bowie, Greg Oden, Zach Collins, Yusuf Nurkic. I could name many more. But, yeah, as I said, if he can actually get on the court, it's a thumbs thumbs up. But uh, his track record suggests that he can't. So, as a Portland fan, I wasn't too upset. Speaking of the Spurs, they're on the other side of the coin here. Not sure what that accent was that popped in for a couple of words there, but Rudy Gay has gone from the Spurs, and he's now at Utah. Yeah, thumbs up for me. Uh, When you're a contending team, if you can add in a veteran presence who was once an all-star in the league, then you do it. And Rudy Gay has been a 20-plus point-per-game scorer in the league on multiple occasions in multiple cities. So um, he knows how to put the ball in the basket. He's going to be a good veteran presence. He's been on good playoff teams, uh, including those Memphis Grizzlies teams that went through the playoffs a few times. So um, any veteran to come in, I give it a thumbs up. And speaking of the Spurs, the new Prime Minister of Australia, mate, Paddy Mills, went to Brooklyn. What do we think? Huge thumbs up for me. Um, oh, massive thumbs up. This is amazing. Not only is our man Paddy Mills in a great situation, but he is exactly what Brooklyn needed. Because at times last year, when you know the likes of Kyrie or Harden were injured and they didn't really have that ball handler off the bench that could come in and run the offense efficiently. Uh, They had Chris Chioza coming off the bench at times last year, and no offense to Chris, but Paddy Mills is just a 10 times better player than him. So for them to have Paddy Mills sitting on the bench, coming in, he's going to shoot the ball nicely. He's going to run the offense how Steve Nash wants him to run it. I think it's just a huge tick for the Brooklyn Nets and on a very affordable contract, may I add. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, congratulations to Paddy and the Boomers who medaled for the first time in the Olympics. That was just um, outstanding. Um, We're really proud of uh, him, mate. And it's fair to say that now that we are back in lockdown, Paddy Mills might be the only good thing going uh, for us basketball fans at the moment in Australia. Haven't got a lot to celebrate at the moment. Yeah, it was a huge accomplishment by the Boomers. Um, Paddy Mills is... If he wasn't already, he's now one of Australia's most loved sons in terms of the uh, national, or not national, the international sporting landscape uh, with Aussies abroad. Uh, everyone in Australia loves Paddy Mills, loves what he does, and it's fair to say there'll be a lot of people over here watching Brooklyn games next year just to see how he goes. Absolutely, and rightly so. Let's move on to Kendrick Nunn, mate, who is one of what seems like 23,000 people who have gone to the Lakers. Yeah, uh, the Lakers overall did a remarkable job this offseason. They signed seven impactful role players, and guess how much money they are making, those seven? Well, if they've done a remarkable job, I'm going to say about, well, if they're all under sort of eight mil each would be extraordinary, but I'll go a bit more conservative and say 70 mil. 16. 10 mil 16 mil. 
Wait, what? 16, yep. not 60. I'm, I'm hearing that right. 1-6. One, 1-6. Six. One, six. Six, seven, seven players for 16 mil. No. You're making that up. No, I'm, I'm serious. You can fact check it, but it's remarkable. Kendrick Nunn, he, showed, he had a good rookie season, didn't really contribute last year. I think he's going to be down the depth chart. I'll give it a thumbs down. I don't really believe in his uh, talent. 16 mil. That's extraordinary. Uh, Jeff Green, mate, left Brooklyn. Uh, he's now at Denver, who needs some uh, shooting depth given Jamal Murray's out with an ACL. Um, I might have just spoiled your reaction, but what did you think? Yeah, thumbs up, similar to Rudy Gay and the Jazz. Uh, I just think when you can add a veteran like Jeff Green to a championship contending squad, it's always a big thumbs up. Jeff Green had a very good year in Brooklyn last year. Um, was very good. He's shown that he's still well and truly capable of playing some very, very impactful minutes on a winning basketball team. So uh, good signing by the Nuggets. Uh, championship winner Tory Craig, who played the NBA Finals for the losing team. He's on the move for the third time in 12 months. He's now at Indiana. Uh, yeah, this one's a thumbs down. Uh, he only just got minutes by accident to be honest, in the NBA Finals because Dario Saric went down. he He's a very solid defender, but he just doesn't provide anything else. And it's coming to the stage where if you can't at least make the three-pointer on the rare occasion and have the confidence to consistently shoot it, you're not getting minutes anymore. So, uh, Tory Craig, thumbs down. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Uh, Ishmael Smith, I hope I've pronounced that right, from Washington uh, to Charlotte. Didn't get a lot of press, this one? No, I I haven't really heard much about this one. Uh, the Hornets are pretty deep at guard, especially with their draft pick, James Booknight. They've still got Terry Rozier. They've still got LaMelo Ball. I think he's just a bit of depth. Um, so thumbs down. Gordon Haywood's that forgettable right now. He even uh, didn't get mentioned in uh, in Charlotte there, but um, they're an interesting side for mine. Charlotte, one uh, uh, I won't get bogged down into this, but I think they're a side that um, I think a few people will keep an eye on. Really interesting case study for this season. Um, Justice Winslow, mate, left uh, Memphis. He is now a Clipper. This goes back to the Zach Collins conversation, just regarding if he can stay healthy. He. Justice Winslow has shown that he can be good when healthy. Um, and I think him in that LA Clippers offense can be very good. But can he stay healthy? Assuming he is healthy enough to play 70% of games next year, it's a thumbs up. Anything less than 50 is definitely a thumbs down. There you go. So a little bit of a question mark. Um, I will let you get away with it just, but you're on thin ice, big fella. George Hill um, has gone from Philadelphia, and he is now in Milwaukee. Yeah, he's back as a buck. He spent some time there before. Um, I think it's a thumbs up. He played some good basketball in Milwaukee, so obviously the offensive system suits his game. He's on his last legs, uh, but... When you're on your last legs, you sign to a championship contender, and that's what he's done. So I'll give it a thumbs up. 
Beautiful. Uh, was almost a trailblazer, said the media. So that would have been interesting if Smithy's opinion would have been changed. But we're not here for the hypotheticals. Alex Len, he was a Washington wizard. He is now with Sacramento. Thumbs down for me. Uh, the Kings have some good depth at the big man position. Younger depth as well. Uh, I think Alex Len, he's just, he's just getting by. Um, he's one of those players who gets traded mid-season, plays for a few different teams every year, gets a contract in free agency and just bounces around. So um, thumbs down for me. Yeah, I don't think he'd be a uh, heavy traveller um, for when he gets on planes. And I think Big Alex, we've got Georges Nyang. I hope I pronounced that right. He was at Utah and he's now at Philadelphia on a multi-year deal. Interesting multi-year deal for mine. Um, there's always just been a guy in Utah. He can shoot the ball, which is what the 76ers desperately need, especially if they keep Ben Simmons, which looks like may have to happen. Um, they're asking for way too much in a trade package at the moment. So unless they lower their expectations, he will be a 76er. And if he is, they need outside shooting. George's Niang provides outside shooting so thumbs up uh beautiful sterling brown was a houston rocket he is now at dallas uh with uh luca and friends it seems like dallas is being renamed no one else really gets talked about but how do you feel about this move they're another team that needs outside shooting sterling brown he can shoot the ball from the corners uh, i actually don't mind sterling brown he's also really solid on the defensive side of the ball uh, which I like because Dallas the last few years have just genuinely leaked points. Um, they look like a colander. You put water in there and it just leaks straight through. So uh, a little bit of grit on the defensive end would not go astray in Dallas. Thumbs up. Beautiful. Trey Lyles was at San Antonio. Uh, feels like they've turned the whole bloody organization over at this point, but he's now at Detroit. Yeah, it's I like this one better than Kelly Olynyk. Um, Trey Lyles has shown good flashes. Uh, he played some good games in San Antonio. He can be a pretty good offensive big man. Um, get some boards. He shoots a three well. So putting those sort of pieces around Cade Cunningham at a younger age, uh, I'll thumbs up that one. Olympic gold medalist JaVale McGee has gone from Denver to runner-up Phoenix Suns. Thumbs up for me. Um, I like this one. I really like this one. Um, Because when Dario Saric went down for the Suns in the NBA Finals, they really had nothing behind DeAndre Ayton, and it showed. Um, They tried to go small ball, didn't quite work. So I think JaVale McGee to be there, one for backup to DeAndre Ayton, but... Two, if DeAndre Ayton gets injured, he can actually step in and play that starting centre role while he's out. So good move by the Suns. Thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up from me as well. Robin Lopez was at Washington and he is now at Orlando. Orlando are another team with really good big man depth. Uh, So this just seems like a bit of a sideways move. Robin Lopez has been a solid big man throughout his time in the NBA, but uh, thumbs down. Yeah, hard to argue with that, mate. Uh, Tony Bradley was at the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he is now at Chicago. Yeah, I like this. Um, I like this for the Bulls. 
They got rid of uh, Daniel Tice, as you mentioned, and I think Tony Bradley as a backup center is really nice. Uh, he's the opposite player to Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Vucevic is a bit more of an offensive star who gets his own shot, but Tony Bradley will come in and give them a different look. He'll just concentrate on the defensive side of the ball and rebounding the ball. So uh, thumbs up. The Bulls nailed it. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Golden State did a Max Kellerman. And they want big Andre Iguodala. <laughs> they want Iguodala back. Uh, thumbs up just for the pure romantic aspect of it. Uh, Iggy was obviously a huge part in all those championship runs and to see him back with uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson will be really fun. So thumbs up. Yeah, beautiful. I like it as well. Trevor Ariza came from Miami, mate, and he is now one of many to be at the Lakers. Yeah, back for his second stint in LA, I believe. Uh, look, he's he's at the end. Uh, hasn't played his best ball in a while, but he's the perfect player to have beside LeBron James. He's willing to shoot the three ball, especially from the corners, and he will defend. So um, with his experience and that skill set, he'll be valuable for the Lakers. Thumbs up. Uh, Carmelo Anthony finally joins uh, LeBron. He goes from, obviously, your Portland Trailblazers, and he is now in L.A. How do you see it? Yeah, I just want to say uh, before I get into the move, Carmelo Anthony is one of the reasons I got into the NBA, uh, watching him on the New York Knicks back in the day. Uh, he's always been one of my favorite NBA players, and for as long as I can remember, I wished that he was a Portland Trailblazer. I finally got to see him in the uh, white, black, and red, and it was a privilege. So uh, thank you, Mello, for your time and effort at the Blazers. Uh, I'll be a little bit sad seeing you play for the enemy, that is the Los Angeles Lakers, but uh, yeah, I'll always remember the times that you played uh, for my Blazers. In terms of the fit in LA, I like it. Romantic aspect, back with his friend LeBron, uh, and he's got his best chance at a title ever. So uh, just for that, thumbs up. We're romantics all the way, mate. Speaking of the Lakers, we'll knock out a couple of their moves back-to-back. Uh, -back. Dwight Howard came from Philly. Yeah, he's back for his third stint in LA. Uh, he said on Twitter that uh, LA is always home, but he was just on vacation last year. So little shot at the 76ers there. Thumbs up, I guess. He'll he'll play a nice backup center role. If he can do what he did in the championship year, it's a big thumbs up. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, their next move was Wayne Ellington came from Detroit. Outside shooting next to LeBron. Yes, please. Thumbs up. Yeah, that's the epitome of I will buy some, I think. Uh, Kent Bazemore came from Golden State. Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise to me that uh, he ended up leaving. It was one of those ones that went, he might be out the door, and then an hour later, he just left. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. Um, and I've seen Kent Bazemore, in, well, not in person, but he spent some time on the Trailblazers, and he is a bad three-point shooter, a really bad three-point shooter. And he's sometimes uh, unwilling to take that three-point shot. So uh, don't love the fit. I think the forward rotation is very, very packed in LA, I feel like he's going to slide down the depth chart. Uh, thumbs down for me. 
Um, on this sheet that I've got, I've actually got Markeith Morris written twice. Have I already gone with him? No, we haven't spoken about I him think yet. I have. No. So Markeith Morris left LA and he's now at Miami. Yeah, he's another one that fits in with that heat culture. So it's a thumbs up for me. Plays defense, uh, is tough, is gritty, is uh, a bit provocative in terms of he'll, he's happy to uh, push someone over the edge and get ejected for the benefit of his team. So uh, thumbs up, he'll fit in. Yeah, another couple from LA as well. Andre Drummond is now at the 76ers. Yeah, this is a strange one because him and Joel Embiid had that beef a few years ago uh, when Andre Drummond was a part of the Detroit Pistons and Embiid said that he lived rent-free in Andre Drummond's head and that he was a bum. So uh, interesting. In terms of the 76ers, I like it when you can get a you know previously all-star center for to play backup to your current All-Star Center at a very cheap price, <laughs> it's a big thumbs up. But are those two going to fight in the locker room before the first game? Yeah, if you thought um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid had a uh, professional rivalry, those three together, oh boy. Any chance we could get a documentary following the 76ers around all season? Because I Good luck, Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, last one from LA uh, on this page, at least, mate. Um, ben Mecklemore has gone to your Portland Trailblazers. It's a weird. He's a weird player to be a massive fan of, but I've always been a massive fan of Ben Mecklemore. Um, That's the weirdest clip you've ever given a player. Yeah, I, I've I've seen I seem to pick up a player from every draft class, and when he came out of Kansas, he was my dude. Um, I really followed him when he went to Sacramento. Wanted him to do well. He's bounced around the league. Um, he broke back out in Houston, where he, they just let him shoot threes all the time. As you mentioned, went to the Lakers, and now he's signed with us. Uh, he's good guard depth, so thumbs up. Beautiful, love it. James Johnson, mate, has gone from the Pel- uh, from the Pelicans to the Brooklyn Nets. Enforcer, I love it. Um, he will fight anyone, and he's not afraid of anyone. He's actually got a black belt in karate, I believe, so don't mess with him. Uh, best believe if anyone tries to punk Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant, he's going to be uh, exiting the bench and telling him what to do and where to go, so thumbs up. Speaking of that, I had a friend of mine tell me once, I don't know where I'm going with this story, but I'll do it anyway. He goes to me, you do realize that a black belt doesn't mean you can kill someone. It means you've just mastered the basic moves. And I thought to myself, if you put master in front of anything else, it just means don't mess with the yeah, man. Yes, uh, exactly. Weird, stupid little myth, that one. I don't know why I went with that story, but alas, we're going to move on pretty damn quickly. Um, the the man that's got uh, just the two stamps on his passport because he just keeps going back and forth, Ennis Cantor has gone from Portland back to Boston. Really weird one. Uh, Boston neglected him when he went there he was like their third string yeah. third string center um they've shedded some center depth off the roster but didn't understand this move by big ennis uh thumbs down but thank you for your year in portland yeah watching grant williams be on the court at the five and ennis canter on the bench was something that made poor daz rip his hair out and i still don't think the uh, the hairlines recovered from it but I like Ennis, good player, and behind Time Lord, he can get a little bit injured. Um, it's a uh, it's a thumbs up for me. Hopefully, Ami Doka can um, use him well. 
Uh, Otto Porter Jr., mate, signed on the Veterans Minimum to Golden State, coming from Orlando. Veterans Minimum. Uh, this is a man who was signed on a massive deal by the Bulls, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think injuries have just got the best of Otto Porter. When he's up and about, he can be very valuable. I think he won't be asked to do as much in Golden State this year, which will help him. But, uh, yeah, injury history, thumbs down. Yeah, fair enough, mate. It's um, The injury ones are really hard for us to judge because anyone fully fit, if you're getting them on that kind of money, is going to be a plus. But um, we're not ones that like to gamble with people's health. So best of luck to Otto Porter Jr. and hope that he is healthy. Um, to finish off this page, mate, Hassan Whiteside has gone from the Sacramento Kings to Utah. Um, big Hassan can't seem to decide where to uh, stick his roots long term, it seems. Well, I think it's more that uh, his skill set can't be used long term anymore. Uh, Look, I was just trying to be nice. Very slow, very clunky, can rebound the hell out of the ball and can block a lot of shots. So um, I think him behind Rudy Gobert is a really good fit because they are very similar in terms of their play styles. Rudy Gobert doesn't have an offensive game, doesn't need an offensive game, and they don't need him to have one in that system. So if he gets injured, Hassan Whiteside can step in and play that exact same role and not care about it. So it's a thumbs up. I hope Hassan does well because he's a very likable guy from what I've heard. Yeah, fingers crossed he goes well, mate. We don't wish anyone... um any uh, ill health or ill form this early uh, into the NBA season. We're going to go back-to-back Portland acquisitions. So, Hall gets... If you're not sitting down already, I present you do so because I'm looking forward to seeing how Smithy feels about having Cody Zeller and Tony Snell a part of the Trailblazers lineup alongside Dame and his best mate, CJ. Uh, Zeller, thumbs down. Uh, one word, why? And Tony Snell, thumbs up, actually. Yeah. He- Oh, amazing three-point shooter. At one stage, he was going at 90%. Statistically, he is very good uh, in terms of his splits, but it's more or less the play style. Uh, genuine 3 and D, you won't see him shooting a shot that's not a three or a free throw, and prides himself on clamping down and playing good defense, which he does very, very well. So, look, it wouldn't be the first player that's come to Portland with a 3 and D tag and can't play defense. Um because we just can't do that, apparently. But uh, on face value, I like the signing. Yeah, beautiful. Like it, mate. Alfred Payton's gone from the Knicks to the Suns. Um, Whether he's chasing success or not, but what do you think from a uh, Suns point of view? Behind Chris Paul and campaign, um, Alfred Payton, he was a top 10 pick. Uh, So how the mighty have fallen. He actually played some okay basketball in New York last year. So as a third string point guard, um, why not? Thumbs up. Yeah. Can't argue with that at all, mate. We've got Rodney Hood next up has gone from Toronto uh, to Milwaukee. Uh, The Achilles injury killed poor Rodney Hood. And I feel so bad because he was so good for my Portland Trailblazers. Will always be remembered for hitting the game-winning shot in the fourth overtime in the second round of the playoffs versus the Jazz. Uh, but yeah, when he blew his Achilles out, he was never the same player for Portland. Bounced around, uh, well not bounced around, went to Toronto, 
didn't do a lot, and I think he's going to be buried deep in the bench rotation in Milwaukee. Um, so, yeah, it's a thumbs down, but a very sad one. I'm going to uh, explicitly apologize because I'm going to butcher this next name, but Nemanja Jelica has gone from Miami to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Nemanja Bielitsa. Sure. Yeah. Um, Apologies to uh, to the young man who's probably sick of idiots like me getting his name wrong. Yeah, it's not the easiest name. I'll give you a pass, but uh, he's a genuine three point shooter. And what do the Warriors like to do? Shoot the. Oh, they shoot. Look, mate, they'd shoot. Yeah, they like to shoot the three ball. So it's a thumbs up. He. They'd shoot from the locker room. Oh, if they could, yeah, it's Harlem Globetrotter stuff at times, but yeah, just because of the system, thumbs up. Yeah, I like it. Next up, DeAndre Bembry has gone from Toronto to Brooklyn. What do you think? Good. Uh, not, I'm not sure about good, but some depth there for the next. Yeah, it's depth. Yeah, he's a gritty defender. Um, for his sake, he's chasing a ring. Good on him. Um, but for the Nets, I really don't think it makes any impact. So thumbs down. Okay, the last of the Lakers, Malik Monk, has gone from Charlotte. Um, through the Lakers. And this one, I don't think, when it comes to social media, has been more on the fence. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Thumbs up for me. Um, he's shown really good promise at times. Uh, and I think the Lakers losing KCP, they lost. Um, they also lost some depth with Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma. So there's going to be some spots there for him to play. The big question is, can he gain LeBron James's trust? If he can, I can see him being potentially the starting shooting guard. Um, so I think it's a really good risk to take by the Lakers, but um, there's question marks around it. Thumbs up. I like it. A handful to go, mate. Let's go with Sam Decker, who's gone from Washington to Toronto. Can this be my second and final air? Yeah, because sure. I have zero feelings on. about this. Yep, fair enough. Um, I've got some feelings about this. Uh, Sammy Ojale has gone from Boston to Milwaukee. Now, we sent Milwaukee a, uh, a championship-winning uh, player in Jeff Teague. They uh, they couldn't win one for 50 years without the big Teague train, and now they've got one with him. So if they win back-to-back, mate, I think Boston need to stop sending them their, uh, well, C-grade talent, I think is a good way to put it. Um, Sammy is a uh, maligned figure amongst Boston fans, for sure. Yeah, and a maligned figure amongst me because... Uh I do not think he is up to NBA standard, and I think he should be off in Germany playing basketball. So, thumbs down, Bucks. All right, moving on. Garrett Temple has gone from the Bulls to the New Orleans Pelicans, who, like uh, a few teams that we've mentioned already, have basically uh, taken down half their squad and are trying to uh, get back to a place where the organization feels good, but for the Pelicans' sake, they're just trying to build around Zion. Do you think they've helped with getting Garrett? Garrett Templer is widely believed to be one of the best teammates in the NBA, like one of the best veteran presences in the NBA. And I think with all the um, dysfunction going on in New Orleans, bringing in a guy like Garrett Temple can just be the voice of reason and can be a harmonious figure around the locker room. So... Uh, I think the Pelicans, great job bringing him in. Hopefully he can be that veteran presence and, you know, that player that can guide the youth in New Orleans uh, to come together and play some good basketball. So big thumbs up. 
Massive. Love it. Um, you spoke about him before, and we've gotten to that time, mate. Uh, Kemba Walker is now a Nick, the second Celtic, uh, to get to the Knicks. And I think the question when it comes to the Knicks is, who the hell is going to have the ball? Yeah, it's a little bit of a weird one in New York. Um, I like what they did. Um, I think they settled for Kemba Walker a little bit. Uh, I think they would have loved to have Chris Paul in this situation, but obviously he resigned. Um, but, you know, it's a big if because Kemba's knees have really played up on him. But if he can get back to that Charlotte Hornets Kemba, it's a massive, massive thumbs up um, because yeah. they really didn't give up much to bring him on board. Um, he brings some experience. I think it's still a thumbs up for me, but it's a big watch on his health. I feel like the Knicks, for me, are going to be sort of the Atlanta. I'm not suggesting that they're going to get rid of their coach, so that's not where I'm going here, but they'll struggle to get to sort of 500 for the first 30 or so games, and I feel like they're going to figure it out and come home with a wet sail and potentially do some damage. So they'll be a team to watch. Uh, For mine, uh, we've only got uh, three to go, mate. We'll start with the Aussie hero, Jock Landale, um, coming from... Uh, Australia. He wasn't already in the NBA, but he signed a two-year deal with the Spurs. And we're biased, mate, because we're Australians and obviously big fan of the uh, of the Boomers. How do you like him at the Spurs? Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I said before, death taxes and the Spurs signing a white dude to shoot three-pointers. But there's also death taxes and the Spurs signing an international player. So um, they've ticked both boxes there. Uh if they go get one more, we could say just death taxes. Yeah, well, Aussie. fair enough. Absolutely. But um, the Jock, La- Jock Landau signing, he played so good in the Olympics. So good. He was amazing. He was arguably our third best player behind Paddy Mills and Matisse Leibel. And we had about yeah. eight players with NBA representation on that Olympic roster, whereas this is his first NBA contract. He's shown that he's up to the level, I think, Going and learning off Greg Popovich is going to be huge. Thumbs up. Good stuff, Jock. Yep. Great stuff. Two to go, mate. Old cousin Nathan Knight has gone from Atlanta to Minnesota. He's not actually my cousin. I just want to make that perfectly clear in case the sarcasm wasn't dripping enough. But how do you feel about him being a Timberwolf? Uh, Timberwolf? Not really too familiar with Nathan Knight's work, to be completely honest. So thumbs down. He can't be, too, he can't be that amazing. Fair enough. Um, And last but not least, mate, came out only a few hours before we started recording. Dennis Schroeder, uh, one-year deal with the Celtics for only $6 after turning down 84. If that's not the epitome of gambling on yourself and losing, I'm not sure what is, but how do you feel about the fit at Yeah, it's a thumbs down for Dennis Schroeder's uh, agent, that's for sure. Um, If if he's still uh, representing Dennis next offseason, I'd be very concerned. But it's a thumbs up for the Boston Celtics, that's for sure. Um, You have acquired a player who isn't that much of a downgrade on Kemba Walker last year for a lot less money, that's for sure. And um, although he wasn't great in LA last year, I think he's shown before that he is a more than handy player, and they don't need him to be a superstar scorer in Boston. They've got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to do that. 
They just need him to play his role, run the offense and hit the open three when it presents itself. I think he can do that. It's a huge thumbs up. Yeah, I saw a, a report that said that the average agent in the NBA earns 4% of a, of a player's wage. And I know that takes into account players who aren't on uh, big money, but that 4% of the uh, $84 million that he turned down was about $3.4 million. Um, and the deal at the Celtics was only $2.5 million, um, more than the fee that the agent would have got. So if that doesn't um, encapsulate the, uh, the downfall of the bet, if you will, I'm not sure what does, mate, but um, we've come to a close, my friend. That's, uh, that is every move done. Short, sharp, succinct, and oh boy, has it been Yeah, poorly. it's been rapid fire. Um, loved talking about it in this sort of fashion. Uh, good fun, as always, the NBA silly season. And I believe we've got a few fan questions to get to before we end the episode. Mate, we absolutely do, and I love the fact that we've got the uh, rapid fire out of the way because we're not really pressed for time. I am going to go with uh, both, um, so I'll just bring them up on my screen because Daz wasn't as fantastically prepared as he should be. Uh, here we go here. So we've got Ethan first. Uh, G'day, fellas. Love your work. Being from New York, I was thrust into being a Knicks fan very young. Uh, as you boys are obviously Australian, how did you guys come to follow your teams? Fantastic yeah, it's a question. I like it. That would be it, confusing, I feel like, because we are t- Yeah, and that's it. It's probably, as you said, a little bit befuddling how we can pick an allegiance with a certain city considering we have no ties to that city at all. So it's a great question. Yeah, and exactly. It's been... great. I'll let you start <laughs> yeah. with your Boston story. So, yeah. No worries. So my Boston story is actually extremely boring. Um, I went to the school before uh, Smithy and I joined together education-wise. Uh, the school that I was at beforehand um, had a lot of arrogant uh, kids that went for the LA Lakers, mate, and they were the type of um, bandwagon supporters that if you went for anyone else, uh, you were ostracized. And uh, on a particular day, Boston got the job done. So to stick it up on, I said that I was going for them and then started to follow them more and more and fell in love with the team. It's a bit of a boring story, but um, I'm not here to make them up. So that's what I'm going with. But I know that your uh, Portland story is a a lot more interesting. So uh, Yeah, so uh, the year was 2011 and the man who got me into the NBA was LeBron James. Uh, And as you can imagine here in Australia, 10 years ago, the coverage of the NBA wasn't that great over here. So I didn't know a lot about basketball, um, but watched the 2011 NBA playoffs, saw LeBron dominating for Miami and thought, yeah, this game's pretty cool. So I started a Miami fan and then realized that I didn't want to be that guy that just bandwagoned the Miami Heat. So me and a few mates decided we would barrack for the Milwaukee Bucks. And it was an interesting decision. The Bucks weren't good back then. And it was a bit more of a meme um, just to say we went for the Bucks. Then I finally decided, I was like, all right, if I'm going to really follow this sport because I was falling in love with it, I've got to set firm on a team and follow it. So I went into the draft notes. It was 2012. And I said, all right, I'm going to pick a prospect 
and where they are drafted is the team I'm going to go for. And I was going through 2012. We had Anthony Davis, who was the consensus number one. I didn't want to be, didn't want it to be that easy. So I went to a man who went to a tiny school called Weber State in Utah, Division Two. I wanted the underdog story, and yeah, yeah we love a good underdog. Show. You're right. And I was like, all right, wherever this guy named Damian Lillard goes, I'm going to follow him to that franchise and they are going to be my team forever. I'm going to be locked and loaded. And the Portland Trailblazers drafted him at number six. Uh, The underdog went to a small market franchise. And from that day on, I've been a Portland Trailblazers fan. So if that doesn't sum up our personalities in a story, Daz filled with spite and Smithy filled with romanticism. I'm not sure what does, so glad that they're out there, mate. But um, that's question one done. Question two here is from Sarah. She's in Las Vegas, and she says, "Um, G'day, fellas. Love your work, as does my sister. Thank you very much. Um, We are getting sick and tired of hearing about the same three off-season moves, as I'm sure you guys can understand, and we absolutely can. Uh, What has been the free agency move that you feel like has gone under the radar the most? Elite question, Sarah. Thank you to you and your sister for listening. We really appreciate the support. Uh, Smithy, you let me go first uh, on the first question, so I'm going to let you... Yeah, fantastic question and perfect timing, considering we just went through literally every single one in rapid-fire form. Uh, the one that I really liked and wanted to speak about was Kelly Oubre to the Hornets. Uh, I think Kelly Oubre has always been, you know, that guy who's on a really good team that want to get better, and he get, he's the afterthought. He's the he's the trade bait that gets used to make that team better. I think he's in a situation now. His age profile matches with the Hornets. I think his play style is going to match beautifully with the Hornets. He's going to bring that swag, that culture that the Hornets are bringing. Him and LaMelo Ball running the fast break is going to be a sight to see. I think they got him for a very affordable contract. I just loved everything about the move for the Hornets. So uh, Kelly Oubre to Charlotte for me. What about you, my friend? Mate, I'm going to go the boring answer, but I feel like my justification for it makes a bit of sense. So I'm going with Paddy Mills to Brooklyn. And the reason why I think it's going under the radar is because all that's being talked about is Paddy Mills as a boomer, um, that he's going to bring that Olympic form. But as we know, uh, Paddy goes to a new level um, when he becomes a boomer. But he's also been a really solid, probably better than solid, uh, NBA player for a long time. So Brooklyn aren't just getting, you know, a guy who performed really well in the Olympics. This is a man that has been a part of a very good system under Greg Popovich for a, a very long time. And I get the feeling that if Brooklyn are to win the championship, the big three are going to be talked about. But Paddy Mills is going to be a massive reason on why Brooklyn get more success than what they had this year. So I think for more reasons than what is being talked about, Paddy Mills to Brooklyn is just... Yeah, love it. And he brings, like we said uh, during the episode, he brings exactly what the Brooklyn Nets needed. Uh, And that's that um, ball handler off the bench who can run the offense and hit the three ball. So uh, love the answer. There are our answers. Thank you again to Sarah from Las Vegas for the support. And... uh, Send in your fan questions, guys. As you can see, we'll give you a shout-out on the show 
Uh, we love when the fan questions come in. We're more than happy to answer them. Uh, so get in contact with us. Send us through some fan questions. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep answering them on show. It's our favorite time of the episode. Mate, it absolutely is. We've been talking to each other for nine damn bloody years. It's really nice to talk to others and uh, let them know our thoughts. So if you want to get in contact with us, um, Twitter and Instagram are the best places. At TDs and Threes Podcast on Twitter. At TDs and Threes underscore podcast on Instagram. Don't forget that underscore. Um, If you're listening to us on something that isn't Apple, Spotify or Google Podcasts, there are a couple of podcast sharing platforms that have got message boards where we've received most of our messages so far. So anyway, you can, if you want to get in contact with us and um, and ask us what's on your mind, we're more than happy to uh, to tackle it. We'll probably make, once we get uh, more and more people in, we're starting to build something really cool here, which Smithy and I, first of all, are blown away by. The fact that people want to listen to our dribble is, uh, is something that's very uh, humbling, which is especially good for Smithy, considering the man wakes up and puts on <laughs> elegant body spray every day. It's astounding what the big fella is running with. But, um, yeah, we thank we thank the people uh, immensely, mate. And the more people that get involved, we'd love to do a full episode one day of just fan questions. would be that absolutely was, um, amazing. So the more people that get yeah, involved. Yeah, I was just going to say that was one of our goals when we started this show, actually. Um, we sort of said, how cool would it be if we could do a whole show dedicated to just fan questions and fan interaction? Uh, because that's the reason we started this thing to build a community and uh, we're definitely on the way to doing that. So send those questions in. Absolutely. And uh hope you enjoy the content. Um, you don't even have to send us a question. You've got episode ideas. You want our um, opinion on anything, anything that you're after, feel free to send it through. So Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you agree or disagree with any of uh, Smithy's picks, feel free to let us know on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're going to be getting more and more content up as we go. We're just trying to build, and you guys are the biggest reason why. So we are very humble in our thanks, mate, and I reckon it's time we uh, we get out of here and we'll yep, catch you next Absolutely. Time. Thanks for listening. Uh, more NBA content to come over the summer. So stay around and stay safe, everyone.